You're listening to the Sens Call-Ups, a hockey fan reaction podcast from the heart of Canada's capital. Game on! I'm Thomas Shabbat, and you're listening to the Sens Call-Ups. Every time I take a ride, I feel alive with nowhere to go. I'm the king of the road. You're the queen of my throne. Now, baby, let's ride! We got nothing but From Studio Shabbat in Stittsville, Studio Kachuk in South Canada, and Studio Stutzel in a largely deserted downtown Ottawa, welcome to Season 8, Episode 21 of the Sense Call-Ups for Saturday, October 10th, 2020. I'm Cardinal, Panic Canuck are here as well. Well, when I say here, we're recording separately due to an elevated COVID alert status, but we're here to talk about the long-awaited draft and free agent frenzy. Pan, is your patio furniture still there after today's wind? Yeah, it is. Okay. It is. It, it is beautiful out today. Gorgeous. So for Dan really Can't complain. Yeah. Unlike the day last week where I went to work and I whoa. November. Okay. Good mm-hmm. to know. Mm-hmm. The cold is coming. But that's okay. I'm still wearing shorts and sandals. I will be for a while. Of yet. course you are. <laughs> it's been a while since we've been together. Anything interesting happening for you guys? Anything fun? Everything's the same. So <laughs> Oh, okay. But, uh, no, I, I'm I'm on new meds, so I've dropped six, seven pounds in a month and a half. Well, that's good. So I'm looking great, feeling way better now too. So it's uh, that's important. It's, it's worked out really, really well there. Good. And yeah, pretty much uh, I should start to have some time to kill. So I signed up for a course for work. Good for you. Which is supposed to take like. A year and a half to do. I'm going to try to power through it in 10 weeks before hockey starts again. Oh. Ah. <laughs> well, well, we'll keep track of that. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Can oh, I saw, saw the picture of you oh, in the new jersey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oops. Oh, well. You got a year and a half. You can do it later. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> can I saw you in your new Shabbat jersey? That looked uh, very sharp. Yeah. And, and you know what? It's, it's been busy here, too. Um just because September and I have kids going back to high school, it's, it's, uh, you know, everything kind of starting up even in its own weird way. So September went by pretty quick. I'd say it did very quickly. So now we're in October and we're in the off season for hockey. This is going to seem very strange. It's so weird. (laughs) Normally this is when we'd be starting a season and we're doing the last episode of last season in October. Figure that one out. Season eight, episode 57. That's 2020. (laughs) In a nutshell, that's 2020. Everyone's saying, you know, can't wait for 2020 to be over, but guys, it's not going to be over in 2021. Yeah. No. Nope. It's going to be continuing for a while. So this is the new normal. Get used to it. Hopefully a vaccine is available and then it's just waiting for distribution. And people actually get it. Yeah vaccinations don't solve the problem. <laughs> Sorry, vaccines don't solve the problem. Vaccinations, vaccinations do. do. Yep. So when it's available, I'm, I'm a little concerned that there'll be a lot of people going, well, I'll just let everybody else get it and I'll, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get it. And you know, we'll, we'll, it'll work out that way. Cause if everybody else is vaccinated, I don't have to get it. And I think there's going to be far, far too much of that thinking, unfortunately. Really? Oh yeah. But, oh yeah. Really? So the anti-vaxxers <laughs> will make a comeback. 
Oh no, yeah. no, 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 not necessarily. It's it's this those that are cost it's too busy. No, not okay. no, too busy. There's nowhere to go. You make the time for this one, but it's I would think so. It's just because this is it is rushed. It is what it is. Um, so people might not trust it because of how rushed it is. It's a good now, time to go back and watch some movies like I Am Legend. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, luckily for us as Canadians, um, we're going to be in like the second group of countries that actually has access to it. Well, we'll see how it goes. Not, yeah, we'll see how it, how it gets though, a, yeah. adopted and accepted. At least this country will be not pushing. We'll be getting it when it's actually ready. Mm-hmm. Or at least mostly ready. Yep. It's not a rush to get If all the Americans to have tails or something like that, then we'll know maybe we'll wait a bit longer. Unless a tail could be pretty cool, though. Could be. Could be handy. I've seen Manji, I know. <laughs> you never know. It might be handy. Anyway, we have a lot of hockey stuff to talk about. So we let's, do. We it's can get into that. Just a, No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, quick housekeeping. We... Uh, the. Podcast at sensecolumns.com is the email address. The forums are at sensecolumns.com. There are a couple of threads been going on about the draft and ongoing sends news and that sort of thing. And 1-844-SCUSCNS is our waiver wire. Thanks to our friends at Versature. You can always leave us a voicemail. Um, we've got tons of stuff. Do you want to start directly with the draft or do you want to start with things that have been going on lately? Uh, I think in the order that you have, it's pretty good. Okay. So it's not really a game on. Do you have something else? No. No, but I feel like we should do it. It's been a while. Okay. Game of the See if you can tell, I was able to, to hold that one longer. I heard you. Because my lungs finally feel better from pneumonia from two and a half years ago. Almost three years ago. So don't tell me that COVID has no side effects because that uh, took me a long time to get over. Hey, pneumonia has lots of side effects. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. It does. So Well, first news. I mean, the the first thing on our list of things to talk about is something that has been long, long anticipated, leaked, talked about, whatever, but finally actually came to fruition just at the time of the draft was the new logo and sweater, which is kind of the old one, but updated a little bit. But the news is that we are going back to the 2D logo. And that was the sweater that you were uh, modeling on Twitter the other day, uh, Canuck, your new one, your new Shabbat sweater. Yeah, and when it was released and we saw what the logo was going to look like and we saw, everybody saw jerseys, I'm sure, if they went to social media. And... You know, I, I guess I'm happy for it. Uh, but when you look at the pictures, it kind of felt, hmm, is this a practice jersey look? I don't know. But I will say that having seen it in person, it, it is much better than the pictures give it justice. So I'm pleased with it. That yeah. seems to happen a lot with new sweaters for this team. I seem to recall a couple of them that we looked at, pictures of it going, no, I'm not so sure about that. But. Yeah. The one for the outdoor game here, which we all thought kind of looked a bit awful in the photos. The first time I saw one was, Pan, when you were walked into the studio wearing yours, and I was like, okay, that's sharp. That's mm-hmm. razor sharp. So mm-hmm. 
I'm looking forward to seeing one of these new ones in person to see exactly what it looks like. So I'm hoping that uh, it looks as good as I think it might, especially the one that you had, which was an authentic one, right? Yeah. There seems to be a really big quality difference between the authentic Adidas and the Fanatics one. In the fabric um, or? The fabric, the logo, because the logo is, is it, it's not as detailed on the Fanatics one. So the, the, the mouth and the nose are kind of messed up. Um. So, like, especially the leaks, which, like, I don't know why we had to leak so many things this year. Again, like, remember when Dion, and I think we probably talked about this, but remember when Dion Phaneuf got traded here and no one knew about it? Yeah. And how great and exciting that was? And then you didn't the, know what was coming, you mean? Right. Oh, the shock. Okay. Yeah. yeah so the shock, the surprise, the excitement. Mm-hmm. And then with the jersey, it's like someone who I believe worked at the Send store ends up posting a video of the stock or the inventory. Yeah, they were they like really you uh, were killing them. The momentum yeah, they, they took it. too long. They took too long to. They, they did, but like if if it's a if it's a store stock, you should know better. Like it's a fireball offense to do that. It's, it's like same thing happens with books, right? It's like the stores all have them on the release date or before the release date, but you don't open it and like post a picture of the of the last page on. <laughs> the butler did it. Yeah. So, which I'll get back to. So it's like they they did mess it up, and I I think that like their original plan was to use it. And to, to like to release it once fans could get back to the arena. Little did I think of that in regards to the fact that like calendars and other NHL stuff would have the new logo on it. So how did they not think about that? Well, who knows? Yeah, well, it, it's, it's here now. It's been a messed up year. It's been a messed up season, which is finally over. So mm-hmm. yep. this is kind of in tune with that. I think it's not really anything out of the ordinary. It just everything else happened this way why not this too yeah right yeah true and but then long story short it, it looks good the the black looks pretty good it does it's i i well because when i first saw it i just called it a canadian tire practice jersey it looked but like that now like i think it was when i saw the brady and, and uh shabbat video of them putting it on wearing it and stuff like that i'm like okay with the names and numbers it really pops without it it's pretty much two-tone and yeah, they, I, I recommend having an, an, a number on it. And usually I'm a pro blank jersey, but the without the uh, number or name on it, there's no white. Mm-hmm. So it, it really yeah, helps the, the way the sleeves the look. And yeah. Now, the, where the numbers are, the numbers are outlined in white, are they not? The numbers are white outlined in red. Yeah. White outlined in red. Okay, because I was yeah. I, I my memory isn't perfect about it, but I was really glad that they didn't go back to the white armband with the numbers on it which is what they did it many years ago because back then the numbers were only red were they not and that was why they were trying so. to make them more visible or they were just white i i, I can't remember I yeah i remember but i think it looks i, I like the way that the numbers really did pop out on the black against mm-hmm. the black background but you're right without them on it i think it would be a bit dull so you're right it's gonna have to have a name and a number on it which of course generates more revenue so <laughs> well played well played I really wanted to order an 88 Stutzla, but it's like, okay, how is he going to end up spelling his name according to NH? I think we got that. 
is it going to stick with that number? Well, we'll get to that. And yeah, we don't yeah. Know. Exactly. That's that's keen, but we'll have to figure out where that's going to sit later on. So exactly. Good play by you. Um, other senators' news in the sort of pseudo off season leading up to the draft and so on. Uh, Bobby Ryan won the Masterton Trophy, which was big news around here, and very everybody was very pleased for it. Well I deserved. I mean, it, a little surprising that he won it over. Um, oh, the fellow from Philadelphia. I can't think of his name. Exactly. Oscar Lindblom. Thank you. Um, but I mean, the three finalists all were good choices, so it's not like it was a big shock. And good for him because I think he did a lot of good with what he did and how he did it. He did it very like he his return was very public and he talked an awful lot about what he had been through. And I think that that was good, not just for him, but for other people to be hearing about. So we spoke mm-hmm. about that before, um, but good on him. Really looking forward to see him play this season. Yep. I, I, yeah. I, I'm very oh, wait. I'm very pleased yeah. to hear that too. That. We'll we'll talk about that in a bit. We'll get yeah. there. Um, a couple of Senators players have. Uh, I guess we're going to be skipping around a little bit. Some players have been loaned to other leagues, at least for now, or yeah, are Rob playing off. in Europe, not uh, not qualified. So. Yep. Yeah, I I can't remember because Abramov went to the KHL. Brandstrom's in Sweden. I think so. There's another roster player that I can't remember. Lassie Thompson's all, all obviously stayed in Finland. Yep. Um, and I can't remember who else. I think there's one or two others that are unknown right now. Not that Thompson would, would come to the NHL next year at, at this season anyways, but uh, Keep it's playing. good. Good. Get them going. It'll be nice to have a couple of guys up and running. Exactly. It won't hurt anybody. Um, and one other piece of news to do with the Canadian Tire Center. Um for those not in the Ottawa area, there have been a number of uh, COVID-19 testing sites around Ottawa, but they were getting overwhelmed with the number of people trying to get tests done. So the Canadian Tire uh, parking, uh, Canadian Tire Centre parking lot was uh, converted to a drive-through centre. That'd be a couple of weeks ago, I guess it was. Uh, over a weekend. Ago now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, two or three weekends ago. And they did 2,750 patients were seen in two days, which is yep. a huge number. Well mm-hmm. done by them. It was uh, it was set up by the Queensway Carlton Hospital, I think, was the one that was running that one. And which, I saw the the snake of cars going through all the parking lots. That, that's a good location. Smart. Yeah, it's a good location to have that because right now it's an empty asphalt parking lot, right? And it's not it's not screwing up any roads because you can put a long yeah. snake of cars through all that parking lot out there. So well played. Well played indeed. Yeah. And with that, if things get really bad, you can, mm. you can, instead of having the cars going around, you can just move the testers around. And as your leader said in the past that there's a parking spot for every single fan in, in the building, right? Yes. So you could just assign people parking spots and then you can at 18,500 cars. If well, needed. Not 18,500 cars, cars for 18,500 people. No. Well, cause you can have more than one person in the car. Yeah. So you can have like times four, nope, 80,000 no people that <laughs> yeah. go to the CTC. Canada. There you go. All of Canada. Actually, yeah, that, that is all of Canada. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, in other player news, other than the ones playing over in Europe, um, and we're getting close to the draft now here, uh, a couple of players um, were either uh, a couple of players who won't be returning for various reasons. Uh, no qualifying authors for a couple of players. Um, Chase Howlock 
and um, oh, I can't remember England's first name. Andreas. Andreas, thank it you. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> yeah. And the big surprising one was Anthony Duclair did not get a qualifying offer. There's been a lot of talk about why, but it, it certainly came as a surprise to me after the yeah. season. Yeah, huge year. surprise. And I mean, some of the stuff that's come out afterwards has been, I don't want to say contradictory, but it's been a bit of a, not even a he said, she said, but just bits and pieces coming out as to why he didn't. Um, but it was certainly a bit of a surprise. Now, he hasn't been signed. We're a couple of days into free agent frenzy, and he hasn't been signed anywhere yet. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that one plays out. But that one was a bit of a surprise. Um, well, well, everyone right off on the that. bat, too, like the immediate optics are just like, oh, boy. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone jumped on it so as something the negative. They screwed up. Well, her, but her, her, the optics weren't, weren't as big on that one, I think, as the, the Bobby, Bobby Ryan, Ryan being brought Ryan. out. Now, yeah. I mean, from a business well, standpoint, they're, they're I can understand it. I would say. Yeah. yeah. It's a, that's a business move more than anything. And I understand why. Well, they I think they it. should have done that the year before, but we we probably wanted it the year before. Yeah. There was certainly an awful lot of talk about it. And yeah. I mean, he was bought out and he's re-signed or not re-signed. He has signed with Detroit. So he will be playing in the NHL ne- next season, which I'm very happy for. Mm-hmm. For him to get a chance to play somewhere else, somewhere different, it's a team where he'll get lots of ice time. Um, his his teammates, his line mates may not be great, but he'll get a chance to play. And I mean, I think that's really important for him. Really important. So, so when Alfredson left to go to Detroit, we doubled down on Bobby Ryan, and now Ryan's gone to Detroit. Yeah, it's, it's kind of full circle there, right? Eh? It's interesting. Oh, if, the, the, the Bobby Ryan period of the Ottawa Senators was a very, very strange one. Really was. From Alfie walking away to being dead last and then second last to 2017 run to oh Hamburglar run. I think Alfie was still here, wasn't he? No, he was gone. No, he was gone. So, like, it's just been all over the place of the ups and downs of the team. But, uh, yeah, it's it, – it, for me, and granted COVID might change things for, for business and whatnot, but to me, it would make more sense for the buyout to be next summer versus this year. Well, either that or the team just said – we're doing it this year because this season is going to be a lot of young players and we want his ice time or that ice time to be with somebody else. Simple as that. It, it frees up another roster spot. It frees up another yep. opportunity for somebody Which else. Just giving it to Austin Watson pretty much. Well, we'll get to that one. That one I'm a little confused about, but we'll get to that one. Um, you want to read Adam's uh, uh, email? Go ahead, can I? <laughs> Yeah, it's mean reading. So, yeah. So, Adam Nadeau emailed us. Uh, subject was the longest off season ever. Bye bye, Craig Anderson. I'll never. For- we didn't even talk about him yet. I'll never forget how you best the Leafs in either your first game or beat the Leafs in either your first game or first home game with the Sens. You instantly became a fa- favorite goalie. Bye bye, Bobby Ryan. Your smile was infectious and your attitude outstanding. I hope you catch on somewhere. My hopes for the future is one, Brady Kachuk gets a contract soon. Two, Hogberg gets a chance at the starting job. 
He looked great when the season was shut down. Oh, boy. And three, we all know who they're going to pick at three. Fingers crossed they pick Raymond at five. Just so I can buy uh, Emmy's wife family. Diehard has fan ascends jersey with their name on it. Pan, have you left the house yet? From Adam. Barely. Yeah, this was sent about a week or two ago. That's okay. Yeah, well, about that. Uh, uh, yeah. Definitely agree. I want to see Brady Kachuk at a contract extension. Yep. All hands down. Soon. Mm-hmm. Well, soon, relatively. We can make that. They can make that some of the big news in November when there's not a lot of news going on. Keep people yeah. interested. Yeah. So about Hogbar getting the starting job, what do you think? <laughs> uh, I, I think so it's chances of kind of gone down. Well, yeah, it's like he was, he was, he was good, but he's not ready for that. I don't think he's ready for a starting job. Like no. full time? No. No. But he's got the opportunity to play with somebody who will have the starting job and who knows what'll happen. Yeah. So we haven't talked about that yet. So obviously Sen's got Matt Murray for a second and John Gruden. A fourth round draft pick from last yeah, year. Like he's not uh I think so, because he's still in in London. Yep. So he's not that top level of prospect. Um, LOL, because that's a steal. Like, that's a steal so. of a deal. And, um, and all the talk about Matt Murray before was, okay, it kind of makes sense, but is he going to stay because he's an RTC? And I think you got it in your notes, right? He he, he signed here. I think he an RTC said. is one of your work acronyms and not RFA. RFA, sorry. <laughs> I saw N- I saw NTC, and then my mind just put the R in front. That's not I right. was going to let that one go, but all right. <laughs> I don't even know what RTC. Yeah. Was. So, so yeah, exactly, because he was a restricted agent or free agent. So we traded for him without a contract, which, in theory, reduces the return that you give. People forgot about that, and then the deal took a couple days to to hammer out, and now so. He's 26, and he signed a four-year contract for $25 million total. What's the one thing that, that, that well, the cynical fans continue to say about the Ottawa Senators? Nobody wants to be here. No, well, no one wants to be here. No one wants to spend money. And Eugene's nope. cheap, and he won't spend money. Well, not only did he pay, what, six and a quarter million a year, Um but the guy wanted a no trade clause. How's that for someone not wanting to be here and us not spending well, money? No, that's it's, it's that's a no trade clause is not about leaving the country. The country about leaving the, the, the team. <laughs> it's for Protecting. you to control mm-hmm. where you where, go. Where you go? Yeah. Now he, in, in typical Ottawa Senators fashion, it's only a modified no trade clause that kicks in next season, not this season. Next like season, it. and it's for 10 teams. That's reasonable. And we'll touch on that too. So he is a two-time cup champion who, yes, has concussion issues and injury issues. Yes, lost his father, I believe, last year or two years ago, and that's been a challenge for him. Um, but on this deal, he gave up three years. He didn't go to arbitration just to play the year and then get out. He signed for three years into his UFA. There are no signing bonuses on this deal. He, um, sorry, I got 
distracted by some laughing in your house there, can I? Um, Deal with it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he doesn't have a full no move. So you can expose him to the expansion draft if things don't go well. It's a back-ended contract in, in standard Ottawa Senators fashion, but definitely in COVID fashion. So this, and there's no signing bonus. So if you need to buy him out, there's no guaranteed money out. Hmm. So this year so, he makes four million, then six, seven, and eight. So if one of Decord or Hogberg or um, Gustafson or whoever else that we have, Mandelisi. Man, yeah, Mandelisi won't be that, but but he won't be. <laughs> yeah, well, he won't be the starter. He might be a good backup, but who knows, right? Mm-hmm. So we did this in the trade. We kept the five maybes. We didn't yep. trade away one of the prospects back for goalie for goalie. Now Pittsburgh chose a goalie with a draft pick that they got, but that doesn't matter to us. We didn't give up one of the one of the prospects. So if things go really south, you can expose them to the expansion draft, at which point Seattle might take them and then flip them out. Or after the expansion draft, you go to one of the three teams that lose a goalie and you trade him there. So you're saying you like this deal? I love the deal. Okay. And then you can even, so even if you want it to think about it, like, kind of like the Colin White one, if you think of it as a, as a three-year contract with a $4 million buyout signing bonus paid over two years yeah that's an interesting way of looking at it i can see that so uh, the I would team also has add, a lot of flexibility yeah go ahead uh, i would add that matt murray basically stole a potential cup from us in 2017 so he maybe he can return did. the favor yeah and for everyone who's saying it's like well pittsburgh just dumped him it's like so he's bad because jerry's good what happened with mark andre Fleury after he left uh pittsburgh well, let me see. He took Vegas to the Stanley Cup final in the first year of that team's existence? Yep. Yeah, I thought so. So, I'm okay with it. Jim Rutherford doesn't necessarily make the right decisions. <laughs> well, And people doesn't... don't like Jack Johnson because he buries, buries a team? Well, yeah. He was playing in front of Matt Murray. Oh, well. We'll see how it goes. I'm fine with it. I'm fine yeah. with it. It's like, yes, he lost to a very rusty Carey Price. Carey Price was amazing. And the rest of the, the Penguins were flat. He played very, well. Very. I'm pretty excited about it. That, that's that's a quality goaltender there. Yeah. Now, the next the next uh, thing that happened during the draft was we acquired Eric. Oh, I guess this was after the draft, wasn't it? Eric Goodbranson for a fifth round in 2021. Was that our pick or was that some, an extra No, that's pick? ours. That's okay. ours. We're burning through picks right now. Um, now he's in the last year of his contract, right? He has one year left on yeah, it? Yeah, he's got one year left. So we got him, and we also got Josh Brown from Florida. Don't really know who he is. For a fourth round this year, yeah. Yeah, for twenty. Yeah, for the draft that just passed. He was the captain of the Oshawa Generals when they won the Memorial Cup when DJ Smith was the coach there. Mm-hmm. So the coach knows the player. Uh, he's not particularly expensive. We traded him for a fourth, and fine. Yep. So that's so, a, that coach knows the player. Hey, get this guy. If you can get him at a good price, we got him at a good price. Okay. Yeah. Right-handed it, defenseman. Right-handed defenseman, and just as much as I dumped on Jack Johnson now, well, Erica Branson also knows how to play with Matt Murray because <laughs> they were they were together in Pittsburgh. Right. All right. 
So there's going to be some familiarity there. Mm-hmm. But then when we look as, as to who's coming out and who's going in, Josh Brown is, I think, five or six years younger than Borowiecki and essentially got his contract. And Erica Branson is about 384 years younger than Ron Hainsey. <laughs> I think it's 387. And he pretty much got his con- Yeah, actually, he did get his contract because it's $3 million cash and $4 million cap. Done. And I think... And you know, I'm happy and- to not see Ron Hainsey here anymore. Yes. I was about I'm to say sorry. That. I'm sorry. I know he's a, he's a good teammate. But it, it's it's time to go do something else. Yeah, he was just not able to play at the proper tempo and level for the NHL anymore. That's... And nobody wanted him at the deadline. Yep. And he remains unsigned as of now. Yeah. I think he'd be a great coach. I think he would actually do really well on TV. Um, but it's it, it was time to go especially off this team. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy that they were able to move on from that instead of kind of doubling down. Same thing with, I'm surprised Craig Anderson didn't sign in Florida, but who knows? Um, they've got a new GM and they're blowing up that team big time to make yeah, it their own. You never know. We'll see so, what happens. Yeah, they might be happy with, uh, what's his name that used to be here? Not Kreider, obviously. Chris Drieger. Yeah, he's the backup there for at least another year. So yeah, for Bobrovsky, right? So yeah, yeah, they, they they will keep him. So I think that's what just what they're going to go with. Even though I think they could probably get Craig Anderson for the same. But or if there are injuries, you never know. He may not be signed right away, but the team right. that goes back and suddenly is finding themselves in injury trouble and don't have depth of goalies like we do. You might mm-hmm. he might find a place there. And if this is where Vegas is screwed. Every other team got a goalie, and now they're stuck. Oh, you mean with um, Marc Andre Fleury? Yep. Well, we have some. Maybe we can. No, no, nobody needs a goalie. So oh, we'll you, you want Fleury for Hogberg? No, just let them let them stew on it. Let them hit the let them suffer with the cap problem. It's their issue, not mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Granted, it apparently doesn't seem to matter because they just signed. Uh, Pietrangelo. <laughs> Vegas did? Yeah. Or they will be. <laughs> they traded away Paul Stastny. Uh, um, yesterday, I think. So it's... uh, Yeah, they're trying to out-old the Sharks right now, essentially. And we saw how well <laughs> that went. <laughs> yeah. So it's... uh, I don't know. It's, uh, this is the stuff I love. But yeah, so like... Cool your jets about Matt Murray, guys. Like, relax, everybody. Relax. relax. Great quote. Um, it's a good trade. We gave away nothing. I thought it would cost us the twenty eighth overall. Well, apparently the and I was willing to give price, it up. Well, the asking yep. price was twenty eighth overall originally, and then after the first day of the yep. uh, draft, it was like, well, how about a second? <laughs> and yeah, worked. just so. the demand or the return just plummeted. Yep. No, and there were no player trades in the first round. No one, especially with COVID and everything it's else, I expected players to get traded for for picks. Well, none of that. Everything gets different. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. let's let's go on to I, I don't want to spend too long on some of this stuff but um the you want to get into the what happened at the draft itself sure okay so third overall with great help from alex trebek which was amazing that was fantastic that was cool. yeah that was really cool that was fun um ottawa selects left winger tim stutzel or stutzla or stutzel don't know yet strudel strudel um and apparently that was melnick and his girlfriend's idea yeah it was great so well, there you the, go. Uh, the Alex Trebek move? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So credit where it's due. That was yep. a fun move. It was fun yeah. and, and well done. It's very, it, yeah, because we've never had anything like that before. I know they've had like stars or, or whatever kind of present the picks in the past. Never anything like this. And that was a lot of fun. And I also found it funny that Nashville did a thing with fans of the uh, collage of a compilation of, of fans doing a uh, the pick is in video. So yeah, I, I have that. a feeling that Nashville thought that every team was going to do that and they were the only one. <laughs> That's so. okay. It was still cool. It was different. So yeah, so yeah, but it was just like this is long and annoying now. Because <laughs> it was a good 20 seconds. Um, and then fifth so anyway, overall. so yeah, so we got Tim Stutzel. Fifth overall, we got Jake Sanderson, a lefty which I, going into this, I was just looking at it and saying, it's like, the last thing we need is a left-hand defenseman. And <laughs> then I realized, well, of course we picked that, him. And, of course, he also goes to the UND. He'd With probably be a, a Docker couple years off, Pinto, probably. I know Dorian, it's contrary to what JR said, but Dorian said that he'll probably be ready next year. That's fine. Let him play at UND. UND is a great Yeah, no, no, but, but even if that a defenseman just to come up at 19 years old is aggressive. Well, then maybe he'll play two years down there. So what? Yeah. Well, it'd be one year at UND and then the AHL would mm-hmm. be the best way to, to do it, but we'll see. Yep. And then 28th overall, we chose Ridley Gregg, who's a center uh, Brandon Wheat Kings. And he's a bit of a, so, a bit of a Brady Kachuk, apparently. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, because I didn't know together. anything about this. So, if if you look up on YouTube, and I can't remember the name of of the of the channel, but there's one guy. He's French Canadian, and he does like ten minute, ten to fifteen minute breakdowns of all the prospects, and they're very detailed and they're excellent. So I watched it on on Ridley Greg, and it was just like. Okay, let's let's find out more about this kid. And he's always in your face. All if he doesn't have the puck, he's in your face. And then he takes it from you. I think as fans we really appreciate that. We hate the perimeter player. It gets it gets tiresome, but someone yeah. who can be like Brady, right? And just play in your face and exactly. maybe don't like maybe he doesn't not top talent, but make up for it in other ways. Yeah. So, so what he's been kind of compared to is Cadre, uh, with that without that level of score uh, of, of scoring. Interesting. So, That'll be fun. Yeah, I'm all for so, it. So I'm looking forward to that. And then after that, in regards to the other rounds, so if he, we've got Stutzel now, who's a left wing center, we have Brady Kachuk, who's a left wing. So. 33rd overall, 
Roby Gerventi, left winger. 44th overall, Tyler Clevin, left winger. 60th overall, Igor Sokolov, left winger. <laughs> We've got a pile of left wing. I don't think your right wing's very, very uh, deep either, but. Uh, We've got a whole bunch of these guys. So I wonder if Dorian kind of projects there being a shortage of left wingers in the future and he's yeah, stocking up on assets. Talk, who knows? And so in round three, so that's so we've pretty much covered a, a deep need in left wing that we didn't really need. So why don't we go in the third round and cover another need that we have on. in one quick second. Tyler Clevin's a defenseman. Is he? Okay. Yes. He okay. plays with Jake Sanderson at UND. Oh, that's... No, Sanderson plays with JBD. Tyler Clevin's going to be there too. They both come from the U.S. uh, That that I remember now. And they're both going to be at UND. So there's going to be four players at UND. It'll be Clevin, Sanderson, JBD, and Pinto. Yep. That's right. I forgot about that one. So those two defenders... Now at 33, they had the choice of taking um, uh, Stutzel's line mate, and they decided against it. And then he went right after. Oops. Oh, well. So, well, whatever. Uh, who who knows what, what they saw. It might have been some co-tailing too, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So in our third round, now that we've filled up on left wing, um, let's fill another organizational need and take a goalie. Uh, Levi Merlinen. So Can't have too many goalie prospects. Well, you, you kind of can. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we have all they, of them, they, they, then we'll, they don't trade well teams. either, though. Yeah, well, we'll lend them to other teams. Hey, you need a goalie for the, your a, your ECHL team, or you need a backup goalie in your AHL team. I've got somebody who can fill that void for you. Do you remember Anderson Bishop Leonard? Yeah. What a, what a what a mess. Anyway, if if we end up with three genuinely genuine starting caliber goalies at the NHL, and we have to deal with that again, that's not a bad problem to have. Right. I guess that's yeah. true. You you so. do end up giving them away, but who cares? We have three. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Like, again, if... Could be worse. If Matt Murray goes for a second, well, let's... Whatever. That's what we traded him <laughs> like for. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways. And so now that that's failed, let's go back to left wing. Yep. And in the fifth round, grab Eric Engstrand, a 20-year-old Philippe Daou, who's also 20, and Cole Reinhardt, who is also 20. Oh, maybe they're a bit more so, seasoned. Who knows? Yeah. So any, anyways, with, with everything that's going on with COVID, and we know how the Quebec League's going right now. So who knows? In the OHL, they're not even going to body check if they play. So no, that's, that's a load. Crazy. That's, that's not going to work well. Yeah. It's really not going to work well. But um, consider so, the source on that one. Hmm? Consider the source. It's Lisa Minister of. Yeah, but that, that's her. Yeah, but she's a Pierre uh, Polyev. She just she spouts an awful lot of stuff off and sees what might stick. Like there's no way you're gonna have that happen. It's just it it's just not gonna happen. Yeah. That would hurt no. their development. Big time. Well in, in a way, sorry, in a way. In a way. I think not at that age. It'll it'll actually make them more skilled players. Or you'll just see a boatload more sick infractions. Yeah. One of the two. Um, Anywho. Well, if, if, no body checking, but stick infraction. So you're just as close. Good job. Oh, well played. That'll right. go well. That'll um, go well. Because what is it? Z Armada, they have got 18 cases on the team. Like, yeah. And hey, this this might be a good time to bring it up. We got a humongous uh, 
email from uh, Uncle Andrew, and he calls it Uncle Andrew's Great Big Sends Draft Picks Bathroom Reader. <laughs> and it, it's very appropriate. It's brilliant, um, and it's very, very complete. It, it would be worse than reading a spreadsheet. It, it's so thorough. He put so much time and energy into it. This this deserves, like, uh, I wonder if you could put it in the forums, because it really deserves an audience. Uh, but basically, he went through and, and rated all of the, the draft picks and uh, gave them all a grade and he describes how he'd give them the grade and uh yeah and instead of spoiling it, it maybe if we just find a way to post it in the in the forum because a lot of work went into this and it's appreciated thank you andrew it's very very thorough and i mean the, the sources of the information were well-known um prospect so information sources and to put it all together in one spot like this is brilliant but there's no way we can go through it because we'd be here until next thursday so, um, yeah, we'll find a way to get it in the, in the Even forum. Even links to people YouTube it. videos. It's amazing. Yeah, well done. Thank you very much for that. It is appreciated. Right. Um, that kind of sums up most of what we've been talking about or most of what went on at the draft. Yeah. Now the playoffs. <laughs> we can go through the playoffs and, and or we can just say, hey, well done, uh, Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, thank God there was hockey. I like I started to skip some games, I think, around the finals. I I wasn't watching much um into the later rounds. I, I kind of followed Vegas for a while until they got eliminated. So that got me for pretty far, but Yeah. Um, Colorado really should have the made the finals, but their goalies got hurt. Yeah. Uh actually maybe that's a good time to read the email. Uh I can read it from uh Texas Chad. You yep. can read it or I can, whichever you want. Yeah, go for it, Cardinal. Okay. This is from longtime listener and contributor Texas Chad. Hey, boys. Just thought uh, you guys and the loyal call-up heads, my name for the fan base of the show, would enjoy a little description of how the Stanley Cup run was talked about down here on local radio. First of all, out of all the sports uh, talk radio stations in our market, there are three to five, I think there is one guy from up north who knows hockey at all. So outside of him, you really have people talking about hockey that had no clue how the game is played. One midday show host on a low-rated sports station here says uh, was saying how the NHL needs to implement a two-point line. His reasoning would be like the NBA with the three-point line and make the game more entertaining, especially on power plays, he said. One of the morning drive hosts on the big sports talk station thought that it was unfair that a team uh, that has a power play, that it would be interrupted by an intermission. He thought the team who was on the power play should start the next period already in control of the puck. The best were the callers, though. I was listening to a Stars post-game show during the conference finals where one caller suggested that the team who was going on the power play should have the option of the other team skating one man down or their team adding a man for a six-on-five or whatever. That's not a bad idea, to be honest. One host also suggested that Zamboni shouldn't clean the ice in an intermission if a power play is going to start the next period. He went on to clarify and say the Zamboni should only clean the ice uh, clear the ice for the team that is on the power play and the other team's end should stay chewed up, which about made my head explode. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest part of all this is the Dallas Cowboys dominating all the talk, all the talk. Here we are. Here we had a team in the friggin' finals and most shows wanted to break down the Dallas Cowboys secondary and whether or not Co coach McCarthy should be running a three, four or a four, three, four, three defensive scheme. Texas. Well, how about them Cowboys? <laughs> Yeah. I think the stars know where they sit on the pecking order. <laughs> yeah. If you're in Dallas, everything is second and a very, very distant second. And the second would probably be the NBA with the stars being third. 
but the two point email. line is interesting. But see, with basketball, it's harder to score from further away. I'm not so sure that's the same in hockey. It's not. It's really it's not. not. I'd say it's easier than than deep in the blue paint. Yeah. For the battles and whatnot. Um, yep. It would yeah. really change the game in a weird way. Really, yeah. honest, honestly, I think the only thing that might help the Dallas fan base is if there is a team in Houston. Get a little yeah. interstate rivalry. Maybe. You get you get a little more interest in it, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Good email, to, uh, Texas Chad. Thank you. Um, I, I do have to agree, though, that when you have a penalty that spans over an intermission, I've always it's never the same but i don't know what you do with that it's just part of the game yep it's just the way it goes you don't, don't. have to change everything <laughs> no right. you don't if it ain't broke and it ain't you don't have to fix it um quick notes from around the league there's oh. we'll just run through these oh, no, yeah we must have talked about that before if people who wanted to change the overtime to uh shoot out because playoff we overtime takes that. too long yeah we, yeah we talked about that don't change it no, no. No, it's the playoffs. Stupid. Don't. Um, some stuff it's around the league. Um, Montreal traded a third round pick for Jake Allen. Yeah, from St. Louis. Freaking brilliant move. It'll be interesting. I don't it, care how many. I think it's like seventeen million dollars in goaltending. How many back to backs do you think they're going to have next year? Quite a few. Good old Fredericton boy. What happens to Price every year? He gets hurt. He gets overplayed. He gets oh, overplayed. And then he gets hurt. <laughs> and then he gets hurt. <laughs> Touche. So it's an, it's an interesting move. We'll see how it uh, how it plays out. Brilliant move. Yep. Um, the World Junior Hockey Championship will be played in a bubble in Edmonton this year. That's no fans. I, <laughs> Maybe. I think, it's a, I think Maybe. it's a great idea. Maybe. Well, no, it is a great idea, but I, I don't know if it's going to happen or not. That's going to be hard because it's not just like NHL players. It's people from all over the world. Yep. Coming into this bubble, it's going to well, be uh, quite a challenge. Now there's they, going to be like one plane per team, but still, and they'll they'll bring them over early and they'll say, "Okay, you're quarantined, you're yeah. you're 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 set away." And I mean, get kudos to the NHL; they made it through the entire play. Did it? Not one case. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I will I will stand up and and raise my hand and say I didn't think it was going to work. And it did. And kudos for them for pulling it off. Like I think the style. NBA did pretty well too. Yep. Like yep. near near not not perfect because they had a guy that left. Meanwhile, you well, see what's happening in the, yeah. see, if, if the, the baseball had some problems and they seem to get them worked out, but you see what's happening in the NFL right now. Games mm-hmm. are getting yeah. postponed. Whole teams uh, are having their facilities closed because there's so many people coming down with it on one team and then it spreads like wildfire. Well, was it in Miami that DeSantis said you guys can fill the building at sixty five thousand? I think the Dolphins like we're selling thirteen. Yeah, well, that's because Florida's open. Everything. So, yeah, crazy. You know, we'll see how that goes. But I, if, I hope the World Junior Championships goes through because it's totally. always very entertaining hockey and it's it's big money in TV revenue, which is why they want to do it in a bubble rather than just canceling it. So, like the NHL, mm-hmm. I'm all for it. And TSN does a great job on it, so that'll be fun. Um, It'll be something for us to do during that Christmas yeah. to New Year break. Exactly, which we will be mm-hmm. leading up to the first to the drop of the puck in the NHL season. So there you go. Um, Hopefully. Interesting, interesting piece of news on uh, mid, mid-September. Jim Montgomery, who was uh, let go in Dallas, 
mid early last season, mid last season, just boom, or, gone. Yeah. Um, was hired as an assistant coach uh, by St. Louis, which is where he actually lives. Um, and he was quite open about the fact that he had had some substance abuse issues, substance abuse issues. And uh, he had been um, working very hard on cleaning his life up. He had been sober for nine months. And he was absolutely over the moon with the opportunity because he, I was listening to one interview with him when he's like, I can't believe this is actually happening. I never thought that I would have a chance again. And I'm getting a chance in my hometown, like where he's in his comfortable zone, where he's recovering, he's getting mm -hmm. a chance to work there. So kudos to the St. Louis Blues for offering it to him yeah. and for him for doing the work to clean up his life. Yeah. Like big style. Well done. Um, do you want to talk about buyouts and that sort of thing? I think just kind of the notable ones to the, the Sens fan base. It's well, Lundqvist number one, obviously, who got bought out by the Rangers. Mm. Now he's going to play in Washington, which is just yeah, that's it big. Doesn't, it does not fit my mind. Um, you don't think so? It'll be really weird to see him in a Capitals jersey. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to. It's like their last shot. I think they're they're trying to do that. Oh, for game. him, hands down. Oh, for the yeah. for who? For the Caps? Washington. Yeah. Like nah, they're, they're Sam getting... is a good goaltender. He's a really well, good goaltender. I, I think that Lundqvist is going in there as to be the backup, not the starter. Correct. So Correct. good fit. Good fit. I yeah. mean, you, you want to have some guy who who can help, you know, teach you and keep you keep you keep you steady. I think it's a brilliant move. Yeah. Um oh, Kyle Turris. For the Caps. Kyle Turris bought out by Nashville. I absolutely love what the Oilers are doing. I'm happy that he's back in Canada. It seems somewhat interesting that the Canadian teams are doing well with a lot of the signings right now. Not that these are big deals anyways, because of tax and whatnot, but uh, Edmonton here, I'm going to bring them up because obviously they needed support. So Turris so is going to be the, the Nashville bought out Kyle Turris. He's going to Edmonton. Yeah. He signed right. in Edmonton for okay. one year. At, ooh, where is he? Kyle Turris. Well, two, sorry, two-year deal, 1.65 per. Wow. And he's reunited with Alex Chieso, So, Right, I forgot about him. Um, so so now, actually, that won't be the lineup. So Turris will be the third-line center behind McDavid and Dreisaitl. Good fit. So Hopefully. he, he might only need to play 10, 12 minutes a game, mm. mostly on the penalty kill. Perfect. Perfect. Which is what he would fit in at. Yep. They extended uh, Tyler Ennis. That we traded him there. So that's another speedy guy. And then on defense, they ended up getting Tyson Berry today. Yes. One, one year, 3.75 mil. So one, LOL Leafs. <laughs> Two, he's playing behind like Nathan Bear or Ethan Bear. Um, who's really good too? He, he's he's an up and comer. So there, the Edmonton defense is really really good. And then I said, you know what? They should really go out and get uh, Flurry. And then they signed to Mike Smith again. So <laughs> goaltending might be a little bit of a challenge, but they do have Koskinen that they were riding. It's not the best goaltending, but they've improved the team quite dramatically. And on the wings. And Leon, or not Leon, I said, what's his name? Pooley Arvey's coming back, too. He signed a two-year deal. Mm -hmm. So they, they're moving and shaking. So Edmonton might make the playoffs this year. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. 
Um, where did Corey Crawford sign? I thought I saw he did he had signed something. Devils. Ah, right. Okay, thank you. Another buyout. Or oh, sorry, he was just not. Oh, being he was signed. UFA. Yeah. Yeah, he was UFA. So I find that interesting. That of course was a big deal when Leonard signed in Vegas and how strong he is. But yet, Chicago traded Leonard and then didn't sign Crawford. Yeah. So, why wouldn't they want to just keep Leonard? Internal decision, and it may mystify all of us, but they did. They've. Uh... Did they just sign Malcolm Subban? Yep. Okay. So they did not qualify him and then signed him for less than the qualifying offer? Ah, okay. And they've got Colin Delia. I think there was another goalie that they were going to sign. Well, it, there's nothing else. Them. There's only those two of them on cap friendly so far. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows what they're going to be doing? He might still end up going there. I think free agent frenzy is going to take a little longer and be a little less frenetic this year because there have been some signings, but there are an awful lot of names that are still out there. Well, yeah. Duclair, right? Duclair is still out there. Taylor Hall is still Taylor out there. Taylor Hall still out there. Wow. Um, Angel is technically still out there. Because I think the market's really kind of waiting on those two. Yep. But yet Columbus dumped a whole bunch of people. Colorado still has room. Well, there there will be signings to happen it's, for sure. Yeah. I'm interested on a couple of players to see where they end up. Mike uh, Hoffman. Mike Hoffman. Um, Tyler Toffoli from Vancouver. I'll be interested to see where he ends up. If mm. Hoffman takes... Now, again, I was going to say that he should go to Edmonton because he's one of the few players that can keep up with McDavid. Both characters right. there. I don't know how good of an idea that's going to be. Um, uh, if Hoffman goes to Toronto on a cheap deal. Because we'll they see. just ended up giving away... Uh, Anderson. Andres, you, you, Anderson or Johansson? I, I don't know. It was Anderson for Johansson, I think it was. Right. Was, was the thing was today. Very confusing names. So Toronto gave him away. Chicago gave Olimata away for free to LA to open up space. I don't know what they've done with it. They just traded Brandon Sod to Colorado. There's a a lot of really weird things going on, and it's very interesting to me. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Hey, I I added another note about around the league, which I don't think was in our list. Subtle and and was the new uh, third jerseys released for uh, Vegas? Did you get a chance to see them? Sure did. Haven't seen it. No. Uh, Primarily the gold (laughs) color. Um, I. I can definitely tell that these will be jerseys that are controversial, but for whatever it's worth, I like it. Kind of like it. It fits the city anyway. It well, does. That's what matters. Hope, hopefully, it's not itchy. <laughs> like the uh, Cause, yeah, because the the elbow pad on their current ones with that same color is itchy. It's oh. very itchy. So apparently, they they it was delayed because they were working on the material to make it not itchy because they want it to shine. Oh, yeah. okay. Gotcha. So they don't want it just and to I, matter. Actually, the outdoor jersey for Ottawa had an itchy spot too, didn't it? That silver. It's very Did similar, it? wasn't it? I don't th- not not like that. No, okay. I thought maybe. But... You're the ones with all the sweaters, not me. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Well, hmm. most of them are in my goodwill now because I've totally ran out of valid players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I I am I am wondering if he, if Suzel is going to keep eighty eight too because 
being a German, that's not necessarily the best thing to have. Why are you talking about the JU-88 or the 88 millimeter gun? Um, apparently it's, it's a code number for the SS. Or it's short for Heil Hitler or something. Oh. Something like that, yeah. In shorthand. I, or I was thinking yeah. the World War II bomber or the World War II flak gun. So you know, they're both known as the 88. So I don't know the other ones. We'll see. We'll see what goes on. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? A whole lot? I got I mean, some things I loved into Grand Gears. Okay, I got a I got a Grand Gears as well. Do you want to just do that and we'll get out of here? Because this has been a little random, but I'm I'm fading. Yeah, I'm I'm just waiting for the team to do something like super exciting, but we'll see if that happens. You know what really grinds my gears? You know, we we actually got an email, Grind Gears. You want me to read it? Yeah, sure. go for it. Yeah, it's from uh, Taylor G. You know what grinds my gears? I mean, really grinds my gears. Golden Knights fans on Twitter talking about how it's so great that Mark Stone is finally getting recognized for how great he is. When us Sens fans were telling people that for close to four years, it's not like we should know anything about it or anything. Mm. We only cheer for the team that scouted, drafted, and developed into what he is today. Hey, yeah. Yeah. He, he, he just didn't get the respect here. No, big surprise. Or did he Carlson. Did recognition. Yeah. He did, but he did because of the All-Star games in reality in the 2017 yeah. playoff, but it, the team needs to be the marketing team and whatnot needs to be able to really push the individual players, like promote the individual players. And I think we've for got sure. three guys that you can absolutely do that for. They just need to do it. They need to get out there and get it done and, and get media and attention on their work, not just doing it locally. They have to get the media involved too, which, mm-hmm. which will come if slash when this team is successful. That's yes. right. So here's to hoping. Uh, see what, uh, what, what grinds your gears? Well, I, I do have three things and I know you want to go quick. So let me go through them quick. Um, let's start with the first one. Easy one. Uh, we had a, so this has to do with, uh, Anytime you want to do like these watch parties or something like this, uh, Pan and I and Sens Insider actually did a little Zoom watch party for the, the draft. That was kind of fun. Uh, but what's, what's kind of annoying is I'm on Rogers Ignite. Uh, so Rogers is coax to your home. It's cable to your home. In Rogers Ignite in particular, uh, well, let me, no, normal Rogers is a coax right to your set top box at your TV. So it's coax right to the tape, right to the TV. Um, so that signal comes in faster. Whereas Rogers Ignite, which fantastic service, don't have to complain with it, but you know, I'm here I'm complaining. Uh, (laughs) it's a coax to the, the modem. And then it is actually uh, over the internet. So uh, your, your TV is basically over. I have a wife, like a, a wired connection. You can do it by Wi-Fi or wired, uh, but it's technically that kind of connection to the, to the set top box. So uh, what it translates into, you get really high quality signal and everything like that, uh, but it translates into about a 10 to 12 second difference in time when you're trying to watch something with person. Oh yeah. no. And, and, and oh, I've seen it before where like I'm texting with you, Pan, and we're watching a, a baseball game or something like that. And, and you, like, why am I so behind you? You just texted me about something. And I thought it's because I'm on the 4k channel. Now I realize it's because I'm on ignite. So it's just going to take longer for the signal to get. And I think, Pan, you've talked about a story where, you know, years ago you were in another room on a small TV and you were getting the. <laughs> yeah, that was a, the cup clincher in 2007. You were at getting a bar the, on the Elgin. Yeah. 
And yeah, the, the big TV was in a different feed, so I knew this, the goals were going in before everybody else. Yeah, it's not as bad as like, you know, listening to the radio um, over the internet uh, that you get like a several second delay, but it's very similar, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so just keep that in mind. Anytime you're doing a watch party is that you may have things happening at different times. Yeah, so thank God when we, we're watching we, were, we were able to like, because I was able to pause my live tv and you guys didn't though like you started to and then like you guys were way ahead of me as it went on so i don't don't know what was going on but didn't matter it was it was a draft who cares yeah now my Um, grinds my gears oh do you have another one i do have one more uh yeah well uh i I suspect my third one's gonna go into yours pan but uh the second one i had was uh just a friendly note to uh any listener south of the border that COVID-19 is, is a global pandemic um, and it is it exists outside the borders of the United States. So just try to remember that. Like absolutely keep your leaders accountable or not accountable, whatever you want to do. I don't, you know, that's your business, but just know that it's happening all over the world. It's not some like democratic conspiracy or something like that. That's trying to do with your election. It's, it's all over the place. Right. And that grinds my gears all the time because they're so insular. This is, yeah, this is very, very important right now. Um, uh, but the, the, here's the big one that grinds my gears, and it's negative people on Twitter. And, <laughs> you mean, and what grinds your gears is Twitter? <laughs> no, there's certain individuals. It, look, it's sucked to be a sense fan the last few years. I went on a giant unfollow spree. It really sucks to be because there's just been very little positive coming out of this organization and I've been negative on them and they've probably been deserving of a lot of the negativity for many years and they're probably deserving of more if, if those things happen. But when positive things happen, it's okay to be positive when good things are happening. You don't have to wallow in your, in your negativity. Like this draft, the the things uh, you know Matt Murray signing. These are good things. You know you, you complain about. Well, why are they getting rid of Bobby? Like to, last year, they need to buy out Bobby Ryan, but Melnick's too cheap. This year, we, we buy out Mel, Mel, uh, Ryan. Well, why are they doing that? They got to get to the cap floor. Okay, uh, they sign Matt Murray. Well, why are they paying so much? And like it just are it just negative. Nothing can go right. You know what? It, it sucked the last few years, but ride the positivity when it comes because. As you've seen, it doesn't always come. So that's one thing that grinds my gear. Just take it for what it is. When something negative happens, sure, be negative about it. Go back 15 months and tell people that Borovievsky was allowed to let walk. Probably be okay with it. People will be ecstatic. Oh, yeah, they'll be celebrating. Oh, he's gone. Great. He's gone. Now it's, oh, I can't believe they let him go. Well, you got There are an awful lot of people in the world who like to celebrate negativity. They mm-hmm. live in a, in, and it's it influences the choice of wording on things on a fairly regular basis. It was a, what grinds my gears a few years ago is people who phrase everything in the negative voice because that's the way they live their lives. Yeah. Somebody walks into a store, yeah, the, walk into any issues at home and stuff like that, and yeah. it's a deflection. And I understand that, but well, no, but even you walk into a store and you see a shirt you like, and you walk up and say, "You don't have this in red, do you?" No, why don't? Saying, why isn't this in red? While walking up and saying, "Does this come in red?" Mm-hmm. But if you listen an awful lot, things are phrased in the negative voice because people are approaching everything from the negative point of view. And I think it's almost a 
I just don't want to be disappointed. So I'm setting myself up for disappointment so that it doesn't hurt. It's a defense mechanism, but it's, it's a really negative way to live. It doesn't work it for me. I can't abide it, but I, I see it so often. Yeah. And that's why I had to get rid of the negative from my feed. In 2020, I don't need that right now. Oh, it's, especially when it's like just nitpicking because this week the Ottawa senators got us the Jersey that people were asking for, for half a decade, an elite left winger center that this organization's needed for a long time, a shutdown defenseman that might be like a Chris Pronger level defenseman. We got Alex Trebek to do something for us. And you're going to nitpick about a six round pick. And we got it started. And that's all you're going to fear. Yeah, and and we got a a two-time cup champion to give three years of UFA to stay and play with the Ottawa Senators. Yeah, who's 26? He's not 35. He's 26. Yeah, he expires at 30. Yeah. Um, And, well, his contract expires at 30. Let's just... Um, <laughs> yeah, let's be positive about it. So, Anthony Declare was a surprise for sure, and I was not very happy about it. But when you look at it as an aggregate, which is what an adult does, you have to be overall happy. Austin well, Watson, I don't know, but if what's his name who went to St. Louis, as you just mentioned. If we're if they're able to give him a second chance, if we're able to give Bobby Ryan a second chance, now this was domestic abuse and there's a lot of problems there, but uh, we're not the courts, we're not the ones to decide if he deserves to get banned or whatnot. But uh, we can all just kind of hope for the best for him right now. But that one, that one, I'm still kind of on the fence on right now. Yep, we'll see how that one happens because that just that just came in so. Don't know a whole lot about it. We'll see where where it goes. Yeah. Anything that now, else you well, I, I have one. Yeah, go. Um, Corey Pronman. He no. is what? So he it works for the Athletic. He's, I guess, one of their their scouting and, and junior uh, writers. Okay. And somehow he had someone at the league office leak him who the picks were, and so he would tweet out who the picks were going to be before they were announced by the team. Really? He kept doing it. So he did it the whole first round. Wow. So my thing with that is, for me, a fan, I am watching the draft like a movie, and I want to see it as it plays. Yeah, no kidding. So that's me as a fan. Now, for the players that are getting drafted, this is an a this is a once in a lifetime event for them. This is a big life event for them. And to find out with your phone or getting a text from your friends that say, "Hey, you got drafted by this team," kills it. So I hope that Corey Promen is not married yet. And when he goes to propose, someone will run by and say, hey, he's going to propose to you today. And then go back to, to him and say, she's going to say yes. Yeah. And no, for every single movie that he goes into go for the rest of his life, we immediately tell him the ending. 
No, you see, I want his, I want the person who says who does that to go back to him and say she's going to say no. No, yeah. <laughs> Breaking news. Oh yeah, Darth Vader's the father here. Guys. There was yeah. no point in doing that, and the people that were retweeting it and quote tweeting it to bring it up into my feed, furious. Yeah, I didn't know that was going on, but I'm glad I didn't know that because that would have ruined. It everything. ruins it. It yep. ruins it. Yep, I'm with you on that. Totally. That's like, just if you're breaking news in regards to a trade and things like that, that I'm okay with. Yeah, but the rest of that's a dick move. Yeah, it is. Just is. Hands down. Okay. Hands down. Quickly for me, I don't think I've done this one before. Um, the thing that really grinds my gears is uh, traffic signals during power outages. And I say this because I was driving to work on a perfect sunny day last week, I think it was, and the power was out on part of my commute to work. That's a free-for-all then, right? Well, there are an awful lot of people who seem to think that it is. And I watched one particular SUV um, drive up to a light. The car in front of them stopped, treated it like a four-way stop, like they're supposed to. And that car went, and he just went off behind them, but about three seconds behind them. He didn't slow down when he got it. just took him a second to go. Meanwhile, other cars are trying to go the other way. Like, okay, hopefully they've learned from that. At the next intersection, there was no car in front of him. He was sailing right through at 60 kilometers an hour until somebody pulled out from the opposite, like the, the cross direction. And he, well, he had ABS, so he didn't lock them all up, but he... Andy Locke braked himself to a stop within a foot and a half of the truck that had pulled out quite legally in front of him. And you'd think, you'd think that after two of these occasions, they might learn something. They didn't. <laughs> At the next intersection, they pulled up behind a car that was stopped. That car stopped, that car started going and off they went again. And then again, a car in the cross traffic was pulling out as they should have been. And he almost hit that car too. Three consecutive stoplights, three close or two close calls in one big honking section from the same driver in the same SUV. Didn't learn a thing. Which leads me, which leads me to my bias in driving, which is, and I say this, um, I quote my own father on this one and my father in his middle eighties. He said, the worst drivers on the road are old men wearing hats. Oh, my mom says that too. <laughs> Who was driving this SUV that was causing all the carnage? Old man in a hat. So there you go. That's what grinds my gears. Old man in hats driving. It's just it's just bad, especially in a power outage. People, it's a four-way stop, which is not a just go if you feel like it. It's a four-way stop. And I think the thinking is, well, there's no red light. I don't have to stop. There's no red light. No, there's no light at all. It's not a green light. Anyway, that's what grinds my gears. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Can we finally leave? But I'm not leaving. I got nowhere to go. Okay, well I am. <laughs> <laughs> I live here. Um, we don't know when we're going to be back because we're. It'll be actually a couple of months this time because hockey is over at least for now. But if something interesting comes up, we'll be back. So yeah, I'm. I'm sure camps will open in December. Yep. On behalf of Panic Canuck, I'm Cardinal. Thank you to all of our guests this season who've come in and spent time with us and given us their time. Thank everybody for listening. You guys have been with us through an awfully interesting season. We'll be back when the NHL starts up or when something happens. Until then, good night. See you.
ba 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 be Ryan. Ba 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 be Ryan. Oh ba 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 be Ryan. Ba 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 be Ryan. Ba 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 be Ryan. You got Ottawa roaring with those goals you're scoring. Bobby Ryan. Ba 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 be Ryan. Bobby Ryan, and you're listening to the Sens Call-Ups. <laughs> 